welcome to Thrive, the Agency Scaler podcast. And today we're talking about streamlining your entire agency. And if there's one thing that you definitely have to do this year, it's definitely streamlining and making things more efficient. Um, I have the CEO of Workamajig today with me, Ron Aussie. How you doing today, Ron? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, really, really excited to have you join me on the show today. Excellent. I'm glad to be here. So, Ron, I know for about 25 years, um, you saw a huge gap in this space where creative shops were kind of running amok with tons of different pieces of software and just, you know, really um, killing their bottom line. And that was a huge gap and opportunity that you saw. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, we actually started uh, as a consulting practice, working with agencies, helping them to look at their business process and look at the systems as well that they're using to support that. And we found that most agencies were really lacking in having efficient integration between the different parts of their business and to have a comprehensive system that would help them run their business effectively. So on the consulting side, we saw a lot of improvements, process, and uh, just best practices that could be applied to the companies. But about 15 years ago, we started, we transitioned from a consulting practice into a software company in order to develop the platform that we've created called Workamajig uh, to solve that problem. Right, right. Um, now, working with agencies for so long, I'm sure you've seen every combination of issues, you know, um, that you could possibly arise when you're talking about different technology stacks. What are the most common issues, though, that different creative agencies typically um, have when they're looking for a centralized system? Well, the biggest problem we find is that most agencies tend to leave their software to the individuals that are operating different departments. So an account executive or a project manager or a traffic person uh, or someone in the accounting department would be cho choosing the systems that they're using for their own section of the business, but without looking at the business as a whole. In addition, having not having looked at this as a holistic way of operating the business, there's no standards or process that are consistent between how, for example, one relationship with a client operates with the agency versus another. And therefore, there's no standards with things like project schedules, project budgeting, uh, project forecasting, even how project profitability or client profitability is analyzed. Uh, it tends to be all over the map. And there's no standard, just like a brand, there's no, there's no standard for the practice of running the agency itself. Right, right. And that makes a ton of sense. Um, yeah. Now, let's talk about a couple of real world examples. Um, can you give a, a couple of situations or scenarios where a specific type of organization, a specific type of creative agency has come to you guys with uh, this particular challenge, implemented Workmajig, and, and how did it solve that challenge and what were the results? Sure. So it's very common that most agencies, when they look at a project management system are looking at just that piece of the of the uh, of the agency's needs at first, and so it's very common for an agency to come to us looking for better ways to improve how they track, manage resources, projects, and communications related to those projects with their clients. And what we find most often is that after they implement Workamajig, they they see the whole picture connecting the dots. So they're implementing the system to improve efficiencies on projects, but also the scheduling of that work and the resources they're assigning to it. 
and then tying that into the financial back end, since it includes accounting, to be able to get better analysis and better reporting. And what you find most often is that agencies, after they implement Workamajig, will discover that the information they were using to make decisions about their projects, how profitable they are, how long they take, uh, what kind of resources are needed, and how long those resources will need to spend on those projects, tends to be quite different than what they what they thought before. Right. So they're discovering real data, real analysis, and true uh, information. Most of the time, they find that they need to look back at how they're pricing and how they're estimating and how they're um, adding value in terms of the project itself to the client and and, they, and end up raising their pricing and being more realistic with how they're actually delivering the work in order to attain higher profitability. Right. And that's actually a great segue to one of my my next questions, which was, how are people using all of the data that they're getting inside of the system to change how they are approaching pricing? Um, Part of it is obviously knowing the actual amount of time that's being spent. But then there's this whole other school of thought that, you know, pricing things based on value as opposed to the time being spent. You know, what are, what's your kind of feeling about that? Yeah, well, my feeling is that most agencies have margins that are far too low and they don't know it. And they're estimating based on what they think they can get the job, they could sell the job for. So they're really using the client and negotiating with the client on how much they think the client will pay or what their budget is, as opposed to the other way around, knowing what things truly cost, knowing historically from the data, what does it take to deliver this project to the client in our with our agency's experience, and then pricing in the pricing it accordingly. And of course, you can value price, and that's a, a common thing that a lot of our clients end up doing. Uh, they'll come up with real numbers based on history, but then they'll use that analysis to figure out what margins are right for the job. Mm-hmm. And then if that's not what they think the, the market will pay or the value of that project is, they'll value price it. Uh, but again, they're tracking that. So they can see at the end of a project how much we made from uh, the actual effort and then what, what additional profit was made from our value proposition or value add. Or if we choose to go the other way and we choose to maybe take this project at a lower at a lower price than we should, at least we're cognizant of that and we're tracking that as well. And it tends to change the way agencies think about their projects and their profitability once they have that data and they're analyzing it on, on a job by job basis. Yeah. Yeah. It always blows me away to, to encounter an agency that either hasn't been tracking time or, or just started, or there are certain people within the organization that are not tracking time. Um, and then again, you have a whole other school of thought that, well, if we're, if we're pricing based on value, then we really don't have to track time. So it, it's just interesting how there's a, a couple of different schools of thought there. Yeah, our, we find that uh, we do regular user conferences and we also survey our clients. And we find that the issue of for the industry, getting time tracked has become less and less of an issue. It used to be that people didn't want to track time at all. They didn't see the value or the importance of it. And I think the industry overall has matured, has come around to the idea that we need to uh, know what things cost. We need to know where our time is being spent because, after all, that's really what we're delivering. We're delivering a service primarily based on our time. So understanding that uh, helps make open your eyes to really what's happening in your agency and then allows you to make better decisions based on real analysis, real data. Right. Work in Majig 
working with Jig just makes that easier. You know, it just allows things like a, a project to get scheduled with assignments for who's going to do what and when to show up on your dashboard and be automatically filling out most of your timesheet for you. So you simply put in the ac actual time spent or have a timer record it. Uh, so the actual effort to record time becomes infinitely easier when you're using an integrated system like Work in the Jig. Right. Now, there are obviously so many different platforms out there from just straight up timesheet management and time tracking to project management that kind of sits in a silo. Um, what would you say are the things that an agency needs to answer or focus on when they are looking at implementing sort of a centralized system like this? The first thing really is to look at what your what your process is and do you have standards for your agency for estimating, for scheduling, for assigning work and for managing the reports that you use internally and to your clients and make sure that there's good consistency in those standards all, all along the way. If you haven't done that yet, implementing the system can be the launching point to start that. So as you set up WorkMJIG, for example, one of the first things that we do is we provide standard templates for all the most common types of jobs agencies manage, already setting up schedules, budgets, and the types of resources that are needed to do that work for them, for our clients. And that gives them a, a good way to start to have a conversation internally about those standards and, and to develop and apply them or just to use the ones that we've developed for them that, that are built into the, the fabric of WorkMajig. Right. One of the things that I hear most often with agencies is that when they want to adopt a new piece of software, regardless of what it is, especially something um, that's, that's much broader and much more robust like this, um, adoption of that and, and changing the behaviors of the employees um, and some of the management definitely tends to be, you know, something that you get a lot of pushback with. How does your team kind of deal with that? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, first of all, we have to make sure that everybody that's in that's involved in the transition is bought into the change itself. And then, of course, we have upper management support. Once we have that, then we're dealing with, you know, kind of a key individual in each department that's responsible for understanding the product and adapting it to the, the process of that agency and then in turn rolling it out to their peers. So we tend to find having a broad team with somebody from accounting and someone from the account services team and someone from the creative team, someone from uh, the project management team, someone from traffic, if you're larger, maybe a resourcing manager, and then also someone from finance, also with the buy-in of management. If we have that team that's the right group up front built into the or, or bought into the change, bought into the idea, then we're in great shape. And mm -hmm. it tends to be a smooth transition. Uh, obviously, if your agency is going from an agency that did no tracking at all and had spreadsheets and managed everything with paper or, you know, they even outsourced their accounting and they're going to start bringing all of that in-house and now adopt new processes and new procedures – it's going to be it's going to be the biggest challenge is going is to deal with that culture change mm -hmm. and deal with that change in behavior uh, because you can't tell a, a, a creative that's never had to fill out a timesheet mm -hmm. to get excited about implementing work in a jig when now all of a sudden this is going to be part of the process right. so it's and a lot of it's also how you communicate that I think we want to communicate uh, to the to the staff that this is a big change that we're going to make and why we're doing it and what the outcome's going to be. For the, for the agency at large and, and what's the reason behind that, not from a software perspective, but 
the reason behind doing it in the first place. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for, you know, just bringing that up, the communication, even though we started the conversation talking about technology and streamlining, I think communication of that into implementation is probably the most important thing, uh, regardless of the software itself. I agree. You, the last thing you want to do is just bring this thing in, throw it on your team and say, you know, the boss bought this and, and we're, we're going to implement it. Right. Uh, everyone gets frustrated. They don't understand why they're doing it. Um, there's just no good um, understanding of why this new tool is forcing me to do things that I didn't have to do before or in a different way. Yeah. So absolutely, that's critical. And it's something some of our clients even throw a party or they have a reception at first uh, where they'll introduce it to the agency before they even roll it out and kind of get people jazzed about it and uh, let them know what the what the intent is and why, why we're doing this. Yeah, that's a great idea. I hadn't heard about the party, but I think any yeah. agency is, is up for a party regardless of uh, what the, the theme right. is. <laughs> that's Can't great. go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as we start to wrap up, um, is there, uh, one or two things that you could sort of, uh, provide to agency owners or agency leaders with, um, you know, sort of piggy piggybacking on that communication and the parties and things like that, but just something that you found that's really effective for implementing anything that's going to be an agency wide streamline. Yeah, I think the, the again, the number one reason why you want to implement a system like Workabajig is that your agency has grown to the point where the effort that it takes to do things with dip, disparate systems is becoming too cumbersome. And the data analysis you need to run the business is either being overlooked in, or it's inaccurate uh, or it's taking way too much time to develop and to put together. So what the, we want to start with is understanding that there's a problem. And the problem uh, may be that we don't know if our clients are profitable. We don't know if our projects are running properly. Uh, we're overtasking people because we're not planning the resources properly. So people are having to work huge workloads and the next day they have nothing to do. Uh, so what are the problems that are, are vexing your agency? Identify those first. Have an honest discussion with your team with your agency uh, about what these problems are and why we're going to go about solving them through technology and then involve them in the search and the selection and the evaluation process so that everyone has an understanding of the problem, what we're looking at, why we're looking at a solution that's integrated and then is involved in, in evaluating it and then they know they're going to be part of the team to implement it and know that they can have feedback and input along the way. Those are the things that, that really make a, a project selection and implementation the most successful. Yeah. And you get so much more buy-in from everybody when everybody understands what the reason is behind it and they feel like they're part of the process. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of agencies will really understand that they're growing. And if, they're, if you're a five-person agency and now all of a sudden you've got some really big clients and you're 15, well that's a big change and you can't just operate the agency the same way when you're five as when you're 15. So that's a big change and uh, there should be a lot of excitement about that. But we also want to capitalize on that growth and on that new business in terms of making sure that it's efficient, that it's profitable, um, that we're making good decisions and we have visibility to information that we didn't have before or didn't need before because there's only five of us and we were involved in every, everyone was involved in every client and every project, right. you know, it's right. not, not the same thing. Yeah. Fantastic advice. Thank you so much, Ron. I really appreciate your time. All right, Kelly. Thank you and uh, ha have a, a great day. 
there's um, a link that we're also going to post in the show notes and it's going to be at workamajig.com forward slash thrive. That'll be in the show notes for everyone. And you can schedule your online demo uh, with Ron's team. Thanks again. Thank <laughs> you.